You are now listening to the Beat Bodega, a music podcast. Music and talk for all you bitches. Enjoy. Got it. Let's do this. How's it going? Hey! What's happening, Familia? How are you doing today? Hello, Beat Bodega family. <laughs> you haven't said that in a while. I've never said that. <laughs> no, that was that was Gilbert. That was Gilbert's line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gilbert, for for old times' sake, say it. What's happening? I, I can't remember what I what I used to say. <laughs> it was peace and love, people. Oh, family. that's right, peace and love, people. They got family. It's been it's been a long time. Like we're you know we're up to like fifty two shows already, to, man. Fifty three. Fifty three. This is fifty three. This is fifty three. Damn. Jesus Christ. Twenty years to the day that Aaliyah's dead. Yeah. Oh, well, that's how we're starting. That's one way to put it, yes. Yeah. Oh, there's going to be a lot of death on this show today. Oh, shit. That's how we're starting. Okay, well, <laughs> let's get through the happy part first. All right, so uh, this episode, we decided to uh, pick the best front men or women in music, or obviously our take on it and, and who we like. But uh, who's ready to go first? Always. Uh, At least if I go first, you know, nobody's expecting much, right? All right. All right, so I'm going to start with Gwen Stefani. Even though nice. I hate her today, man, what she did for me in 1992 or 93 <laughs> was amazing. Um, I know people say, oh, but you had Blondie first doing something similar. You had um, Belinda Carlisle doing that. But I'll never forget, you know, just being in the punk scene and, and seeing my first woman singing punk ska on MTV. That was huge. Like, not even our local shows had that. And Gwen Stefani, she's like all singing hardcore. I think it was just a girl. And I know we've talked about it before. Like, there's nothing like watching a grown ass man singing just a girl. I mean, I still do Cindy Lauper. Girls just want to have fun. One of my all time favorite songs. But um, yeah, man, that was that was a, a big like, holy shit. I, I think I called everybody. Um, you know, like, hey, you got to check this out. You got to check this girl out. I just saw this crazy ass video. Well, you, it's amazing. You were in love with her. Yeah, they're from Orange County, California. It was like the only CD in my car for the longest time. So I, I had her as number one. Wow. Uh, not number I, one all time, but just the right. first person on my list. Yeah. Sorry. I, I, I do remember being like, like when seeing that video for the first time, you're like, not in shock, but you're like, damn, this is kind of cool. This is different. Um, the video was cool. It was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was like, you know, very California. You know what right. I mean? Like, so. Yeah. yeah. I, I, that's the best way. Very California. It was. But, <laughs> but I mean, she was undeniable from the first video. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, you knew she was going to be a star from the moment that video came out. And, and the reason why I, 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 I kind of selected her and, and I guess it has to do with the, the premise of the show is how, you know, she just became bigger than the band, right? And I think everybody here, except for maybe one of them, they, they were just bigger than their band. They, you know, um, yeah. they made videos about it, you know, and that poor guy having to suffer all the breakup songs, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so number two, I have Ian Curtis, Joy Division. Oh. Um, very low key, yeah. but that guy brought something to the stage. You know, a lot of people would say that he was having seizures on, his, on the stage when he was dancing. But he just looks so fucking cool. If you watch those old videos of him performing and, and just the way he felt the music and, and it, it's, it's almost like he put his life on the line when he was singing on stage. He, at least that's how I felt watching him um, perform live um, for the, for the first time, like the first few times he, he couldn't even face the crowd. It was like very hard for him. 
you know, and then he finally like overcame that fear, but you could still see that awkwardness and, and, you know, dealing with anxiety, you know, you, you, you have this thing where like everything, it's just built up. And then when you face it, you face it down and it, it creates something amazing, right? Like when, once you step up to that challenge and that's like what I get from his performances, or, you know, when I saw those old videos of him performing. So well, I had well, to add him. Well, imagine, imagine how hard that must be. Like every time you're on stage and you're touring and you don't know if you're going to get an epileptic seizure while you're on stage, you know, well, and- not only that, just the anxiety of being on stage. I don't yeah. know if you guys deal with that, man. And you've known me a long time. I'm a fucking absolute mess before anything happens. And I'm talking like it could be anything, you know, like beat a fight, um, you know, a a, a meeting, a staff meeting or or presentation. Mm -hmm. But once I'm in it, it's like nothing happens. But the days before I am a mess, like just in my head. Uh, you know, thinking of all the things that could ro- go wrong. So I, I kind of identify with this, his performances. Right? Right. And it's something that, that, that I love. Well, I think a lot of, a lot of uh, performers have that anxiety and that's why they do drink early and they, you know, like just to kind of take the edge off. I go I've off the it, rails. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I've done it where like, if it's like a new gig that I'm kind of nervous about, like I'll have a drink just before, just to kind of like settle the nerves a little bit. And then does go, that really you know? work? I always thought it, that it was does. like kind of urban, but it's a fine line, right? You don't want to have too many drinks. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It goes from drinks. And then next thing you know, he's smoking crack before he gets on stage. Absolutely. Yeah. Which brings me to my next artist uh gg allen um yeah i i kind of i went dark with this one there's you know infamous famous he he fronted many bands more infamous than famous i think more oh definitely more infamous than famous um you know he was part of the the texas nazis uh the jabbers the scum fucks little Mm -hmm. sisters date i mean these are just some of the bands um he was known for his stage antics um people would go to his shows they wanted to see him like just take a shit on stage. Like he would eat his shit, throw it on the audience, spit, piss everywhere. Um, towards the end of his career, he always said that he was gonna um, he was gonna kill himself on stage, mm-hmm. and it, it it became that <laughs> like that's that was the draw during his later years, man. But to see if he'd actually, thought, yeah, to see if he'd kill himself in stage. You know, he 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 ended up overdosing, but. The guy was was a madman and, and people wanted to see this. Like they would go to the shows. Like, why would anybody want to get shit thrown on them? Like, I couldn't, I don't know if you've seen the videos um of, of his shows, but it it's fucked up, man. I saw the video like when he would like fuck himself up and cut himself. Oh yeah, totally. I've, like, I've seen it. I saw like a short documentary on him. And I, I remember like the last show that he did, they were like people were running um out, out of the out of the uh the, venue chasing yeah. him. Like it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they got involved, and it was just it's like how twisted do people you know become you know right as a fan? Um, look, even his funeral right after he died, they they um they didn't preserve his co- corpse right. They they just put him in the casket unpreserved. They dressed him in his black leather ja- uh, jacket with like his usual um, underwear, I, yeah. I, the jock strap, right? Yeah, the jock strap, so yeah. I'm here, I'm here doing like if, if the audience could see what I'm doing, right? Yeah. Um. And, and they buried him with a bottle of Jim Bean and he he had headphones, right? Like yeah. his brother playing like the Suicide Sessions, yeah. a copy of it as they buried him. Like it was just I, I, crazy. <laughs> like, I don't know if there was uh, mental issues there, man, but- Oh, there had to be. There the guy, you know, 
And and it was that line between famous and infamous. He he, you know, it was a small falling, but what he did was just and it was a insane. short period of time too, right? It sure. was a great yeah. twenty years. Twenty oh, years. Really? I, yeah, oh, I, like, I something... went on to the ninety-two. I think he oh, died wow. in ninety-three. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next on my list is another one that pioneer doesn't get enough credit. Wendy O. Williams from the Plasmatics. Um, you you might recognize her from the famous nineteen eighty-six movie uh, Reform Schoolgirls. Anyone? No, 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 no. Is that a porn? Okay. <laughs> no, man. It was one of those. Uh, uh, goddamn, like those those kind of the movies Skinamax? you watch on U- USA Up All Night. Okay. You know, she was on on the New Adventures of Bean Baxter too. So she she's actually the first woman to appear with the Mohawk on on um TV. She. Um, she would go on stage with uh, with a chainsaw, mm-hmm. and I know if you see her, if you look her up, you'll know who she is. No, I, I know. Blonde, she is. Oh, you do? Okay, blonde lady, fit as hell. She was like a macrobiotic cook. She did all kinds of weird shit, but this lady, you know, she was just so hardcore. And I, again, there was going to be a lot of death, and I'm not, I'm not. What, what's the word? I'm not celebrating it, but you know, she. This is the first time, this is what she did the first time she attempted suicide. And it was in 1903. She hammered a knife into her chest and lodged it into to her sternum. And this she was hammered the, it the in first time. A first time. And she <laughs> changed her mind and she called um, her, I don't know if they were ever married or her longtime lover, Ron Swenson. He's, she's like, babe, I don't want to do this. Take me to the hospital. Um, later in 1997, she, she tried to overdose on um, ephedrine. But she finally like succeeded with a self um, like a gunshot wound. She shot herself in the head, and the letter is is like crazy. Like just the final thing that she did, like she put up she put a bag over her head. She called Ron Swenson. She left a message for him, mm-hmm. and um, so she he would he she put a bag over her head so he wouldn't see the damage, and she left this like like note. It's like the craziest thing I've ever not the craziest thing, but. Um, like she knew what she had to do. Like, do you mind if I read it? It's a little dark, but it's just like she, yeah, I, I, she just went on her own you, terms, you're right? You're worried about going dark now? Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, she, she wrote, I don't believe that people should take their own lives without a deep and thoughtful reflection over a considerable period of time. I do believe strongly, however, the right time to do so is one of uh, the most fundamental rights that anyone in free society should have. For me, much of the world makes no sense, but my feelings about what I'm doing ring loud and clear to an inner ear and a place where there is no self, only calm. So I, I just, I had to put it on the air, man. I, I don't think she ever got the credit she deserved. She was a pioneer. She she would go on stage and she was kind of like a, a Iggy Pop on stage. You know, not, not the self-mutilation, but Expose Herself was right. arrested several times for, um, uh, simulating exposure. <laughs> exposure yeah she would tape up her nipples like she would do little things to to get by the whole shaving cream thing that that we love so much in that 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 football movie um the, with the Dally varsity, Lutter. the varsity blues scene she fucking did that in the show you yeah. know in the early 80s so wendy o williams man you you were loved by many and finally this one i don't know if he was so much a front man but it was his actions that put him there that i got to give him all the respect in the world Bobby Brown, new edition. Um, nice. You know, it was always a shared what, what stage. What a curveball. I did not expect that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just because what a fucking G move this guy did, 
right? Um, at that time, I guess it was Ralph Tresvent that was kind of the yeah. lead singer, you know, and everybody else was back up. And Bobby's like, no, nah, man, I ain't having that shit. You know, like he just started robbing the stage, yeah. um, going out, doing like crazy shit on stage. And like the band actually had to fight him for it. Yeah. And, you know, you know how that ended. It finally they broke up and and he went solo and had an amazing career. Bigger, I would say bigger than anyone else from that band, aside Belle de DeVoe, right? Um, well, he was bigger than Belle de DeVoe. Bigger, yeah, he had his yeah. he probably sold more records. Well, but Belle de DeVoe has like production, right? Production, they had all those other people. Yeah, they, they have financial success. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so Mike, Bobby Brown. Michael, Michael Bivens does. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's all Michael Bivens. Yeah, yeah, he's the one that guy was. Uh, he's the low key guy. That's the best part. Yeah, he was. You he know? was the one that 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 did Boys to Men and ABC. Yeah. Also. Those are my five. All right. Wow. I don't know if I want to follow that up. I don't know. I need. We need to get out of this dark hole. I went up. Sorry, I know it was just. They're all dead. Yeah. Okay. okay Except I, one, Stefani. That's the only Bobby thing. Brown. You kill. Don't kill Bobby Brown. Either. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> it's only a matter of time. It's only yeah. <laughs> that guy's a that guy's a, that guy's a trooper, bro. You know, I just feel like kind of the the people that that were that we talk about them a lot because they're standouts. You know, why well, wouldn't you talk about them? You know. So yeah, I, I kind of did the same thing um, with with. I actually did like two different, or really three different lists, but still this guy. You, you've been doing this. I want to hear them all, man. Let's yeah. not just keep it Did to you? the people we mentioned because there's people that I would have never thought. Let me guess, Kirk, Kirk Cobain. Well, you, do you want me to go now? Yeah, go there's ahead. no way he okay. put Kirk Cobain on the list. So no number way. one is number one is Kirk Cobain. <laughs> <laughs> I think, and I think that's we, all time, right? All yeah, time, all time. Number two is is um, Kirk, Kirk Cobain. Kirk, Kirk Cobain. Yeah. <laughs> um, number three is Kirk Cobain. Yeah. Um, what, what do you guys think number four is? Dave Bro. <laughs> don't be silly bro i'm not gonna pick up davy jones from the monkeys <laughs> are you are you for real right now he was a huge influence on on on, on the beatles Ooh. um and was then number he? five is no that's from, that's, that's, from, that's from the movie yeah. that's from a dumb oh, okay number five was um Kirk 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 no but uh for in, in all honesty so i did this one but then i was like oh man there's no female representation so that's the third list but let me let me give you my my, my list list ready right. number one is bono hey i don't think we have to be in too. Right? i, I, I almost i almost went bono um I, for what you think about them now at the at their heyday they were the biggest band in the world you know what i mean is this 90s early 90s it, well i mean they really had like the, the, whatever like that think? to me i still love the 90s like that you know octoon baby you know right. that that era um and he was he's like what you consider like a front man you know what i mean um yeah, he's the band he's he's he's, he's incredible yeah. hey, um, hey hey and 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 the edge and the edge i i always thought their bassist was the coolest guy in the band well, he, he was and especially because of the to, who was, uh, Amon? was it Amon? I think the, the, yeah, Amon. Or the Naomi Amon. Campbell, or I think it was no, Naomi. No, 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 Amon. 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 Yeah, yeah. Oh, wasn't um, that David Bowie? Was, I know David Bowie right. had a had a kid with with or whatever. Yeah. But I, I the reason I always thought he was a cool. I think it was I, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Or where the streets have no name. No, where the streets have no name is the roof video, right? Yeah. yeah. When he's just walking with his beer and his cigarette, and he's like. He looked cool, man. I wanted to be cool like that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. That's Number so two, Billy Armstrong, Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day. Oh, right. Um, I think he. I mean, he's 
what he's done, especially like again, we talked about the influence that Green Day did, um, bringing punk to the to the mainstream, and um, the dude's just a, a fucking rock star, man. And and the fact that he could write these songs, um, you know, uh, coming from the punk roots that he did, and then creating these other songs, like you know, that ended up being the number, the song on at the end of Seinfeld and played in all these proms. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, right. That was like, uh, yeah. it's it's so it was so left field. Um, but and then, and then always, a Broadway musical. Right, yeah, and yeah. then and then the, and then they turn around back, late, you know, later on in their career and do American Idiot, where where it was again hardcore, but they were talking about you know the things going mm-hmm. on in the world and politics and 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 again make it a, make it an opera. I mean, it's you know or not opera, but Broadway. Broadway musical, yeah. yeah, Broadway musical. Um, the dudes, the dudes, just ultimate rock star. But can we uh, classify Green Day as a punk band? Of course, they are. <laughs> I was telling him like like two weeks ago. That's one thing I'll never argue Gil- with Gilbert about. That Green Day is a punk band. <laughs> I seen him um, almost kill somebody for, for that. <laughs> yeah. Number number three is Dave Gahan from um. Ooh, nice, nice. Um, when you talk, I'm, about, I'm surprised like, you didn't go that, Eric. I, I, oh I, no, I, I I wanted to stay with that, but I like where you are, dude. dude Listen, so I, I told he... you I wanted to fuck that guy when I saw him on stage. <laughs> the, no, you, you and that's you old Dave the... Gahan. Yeah, right. You didn't shut the fuck up about the, it. You were the, the, oh, he, the dude. He fucking rocked it. He's, dude. A, he's a rock 60s. star. The dude's in his sixties and could still like command a stage, like like this set. Like there's something about him. Yeah. Like this aura of sex around him. Yes. I don't know what it is, man. Like, I agree. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, man. I saw sex. him. I was like, <laughs> and it yeah, and this, it's in a this, sleazy way. Right, because now orange, he looks like sleazy old. This orange glow <laughs> around him, this, this you know, his more his mustiness gets to you, Gary. Is, is orange the color of sex? I don't know, but I mean, that, that's <laughs> that's, that's Gilbert's color of sex. I always thought it'd be purple, but that's that's copywritten to Prince, man. He's an <laughs> he's an absolute like again. I didn't want to pick like the mainstays like Jagger and yeah. and uh, and Freddie and Freddie Mercury. I, I kind of wanted to go, but David Kahan is those guys, but just yeah. not in a, a popular, or, well, I mean, not that, that the it's the genre, it's it's the, the genre of music. Right. In a know, different area. Right. Um, and speaking of one, of one of these amazing frontmans, who's just like Jagger and all these guys, Brandon sure. Flowers from the Killers. Nice. That's a good one. That's a good that one. That nice. is, I, I still, Carlos, our moment. We've yeah. talked about, we talked about, the killers you know uh, uh ad nauseum in this thing but or how much we love and i love the yeah. band itself but that dude on the stage is incredible and magnetic and his the way he's able to sing just like the fucking records on live is yeah. incredible um he's he's honestly like that band period like from all the american bands in the last 20 20 years like he that the, the killers are to me like american rock and roll you know they're from vegas like you know what i'm saying like they have like they they encompass all that part of you know that party type, type thing like they're just incredible to me he's a great musician a great uh, songwriter as well um and on stage he's incredible and then number five and then number five was Kirk Cobain <laughs> <laughs> it was only a matter of time uh, um, well going back to, to uh, Brad, I, are we gonna talk about Kirk Cobain because I, I no no I think I think but I had to put him in there yeah. but um the Royal Albert Hall show it's I don't awesome. know if you've ever seen that Gilbert it's Carlos awesome. told me to watch it there's a moment in there and and it's 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 a Joy Division song that they're covering, yeah, and he play. gets yeah. shadow play, and he gets so into the song that you just see him like kind of just explode on stage and yeah, he's, and get going like this. Up. yeah, yeah and it's part. such a fucking rock moment. Yeah. Uh, I love yeah. the Killers too. 
Yeah. And then, so, uh, do you guys want to hear my my women's ones? Because yes. I, I want to yes. be inclusive. Uh, number one was <laughs> uh, was Joan Jett. Um, All right. You know, um, I got to see her live, which she's still she's still she's still amazing. Yeah. Um, she you know yeah, um, she still looks great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, she looks frail, but great. Well, I was about to say, um, um, uh, what's the um? God, why can't I think about the song now? Um. Not my generation. What's the um I love rock and roll? No, the other one, the uh, other the, the other bad person. reputation. Bad reputation. Right. They don't play it as fast as they used to. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's a little bit long in the long in the tooth, but um still incredible. Um number two for me was Bjork. Um, not only as a sugar cubes, but obviously as a as as a solo artist, she's incredible. We've talked about Bjork before. Yeah. Um, the incomparable Stevie Nicks, one of my favorites. Um, the and then oh, um, she wasn't a backup singer. <laughs> no, she was disrespect Stevie Nicks. Um, and then I, I went a little bit um, punk pioneer as well. I went Kathleen Hanna from Bikini Kill. Um, uh, she's you know uh, you know started the Riot Girl movement. Um, just you know influential in that in that vicinity, and she's been doing it for thirty plus years. It's incredible. Um, and no relation to to Nirvana in any way, right? Of course, you know she, she had some influence. She actually was the reason why "Smells Like Teen Spirit" is called "Smells Like Teen Spirit" because she wrote on Kurt's wall saying this "Kurt Cobain smells like Teen Spirit." <laughs> he always finds a way. This you know? motherfucker. And then um, she's married to the King Ed Rock, and so I'm very jealous. I, I used to have the especially in in you had the biggest video. crush on on Ed Rock on, on Ed Rock, yeah. yeah. Um, on well, remember I ate I only Sky before her. Yeah. So oh, anything, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then my last one was Belinda Carlisle. Oh, nice. Yeah, she, she's good pick. Yeah. Good pick. All right. I guess it's my turn. These are good, man. I like, I like that everybody kind of like don't, stayed away don't so far. Jones. Carlos, it's all on you, bro. So uh, I'm going to start off with uh, Zach De La Rocha from Rage Against the Machine. Okay. Uh, activist, um, you know, only guy that gets away from or gets away with support, uh, supporting the Zapatista movement. And, uh, but I mean, it's, I, again, I, I think I brought it up the, either the last episode or the episode before that, the first band that we in our lifetime that had something to say and that you'd listen, you know, that he went from, you know, obviously uh, we talked about in the, in one of the last episodes, but how he focused on, um, he didn't only, make a video about trying to get Leonard Peltier out of, out of jail. He actually was involved. Um, then, you know, when he got involved with uh, trying to free uh, Mumiambu Jabal, um, you know, and to watch this tiny little guy. Tiny white. He is a small dude. He's a tiny guy. He's, yeah. a, he's a little dude, skinny. Just the power that he generates out of his voice. And then, you know, you talked about, somebody that like you see them living their passion on stage like when you, you he's mad when he sings like you see it in his face especially when he has those moments that you see in, in in like live videos or even in the music videos where he just stops and you see him breathing like and then i mean it's <laughs> yeah it, it's that band it's every song is explosive you know and but it, it's you know it's hard to put them in it because they have them in, they, they have uh, Rage Against the Machine in different genres, which is kind of interesting. I, so, I heard one the other day that kind of surprised me, though. They were the rap metal. And I never thought of them as rap metal. Never. never. Yeah. They don't sound like anybody. 
Yeah. No, they, it's they, like they, the guy's a lyricist. He's a rapper. He just happens to do it louder than everybody else. And they, <laughs> they, 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 they were predecessors to all those guys. Like, I don't put them in Limp Bizkit area. You know, no, I was they, insulted when yeah, I read that. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, but I mean, you know, and, and to, you know, he was, he went from, um, he was actually a huge punk fan. He grew up listening to punk music, Fugazi, obviously, like all, you know, um, Bad Brains and all, he was influenced by all of that. Um, and then um, Tom Morello discovered him rapping at a show. And then that's when they started putting the band together. Him and the, uh, him and the bass player actually known each other since they were in middle school. Or, or that, was middle. That, that was the dude that climbed up the, the thing, yeah. right? That, that was a drummer. Oh, oh it's a bassist. No, it was, it was a bassist. Yeah, it was a bassist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, look at the people he's collaborated with Ronnie Size, Run the Jewels, DJ Shadow, KRS One, you know, and then not only with Rage Against the Machine, he has that project One Day as a Lion, and then he started with Inside Out. Um, you know, what, 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 What's amazing to me when they I saw clips of their reunion show uh, before the pandemic. We forget that he's he's fifty one years old. That I because the way you see him on stage and run like he's st still youthful and vibrant. But um, I had to put Zach De La Rocha there, you know. I and again I they're alone in their own genre of music. They, nobody does what they do. Carlos, you mentioned Bad Brains. That that dude HR. From Bad Brains was yeah, one of the most electric, yeah. like lead singers. Like, dude, that dude would do backflips on stage. Like, yeah. and his and energy, just the like, speed the that speed he said he sang. Yeah. Yes, bro, absolutely, dude. Incredible, that, incredible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my second pick, the great and incredible Chuck D from Public Enemy. Nice, nice. Carlton Douglas Ridenour. I had to, I had to rep for Long Island. You didn't know that was his name? No. <laughs> I, 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 I will never know it because I'd rather Chuck D. Chuck D. Sounds you know, much cooler. I mean. Is Carlton <laughs> short for Chuck? Or Chuck short for Carlton? Charles. I've never Charles, even heard right? it used for Carlton. But. Yeah. So, but uh, I mean, fear of a black planet. It takes a nation of millions to hold us back. I mean, it's... What's amazing to me is you have such a dynamic hype man like Flavor Flav. And when Chuck D rap, he commanded the stage. He doesn't move around. Well, he does move around a lot, but with such a deep voice and the commanding delivery of, of his rhymes, you know, look, I mean, Chuck D's still relevant, you know, all these years and still, you know, delivering messages of, of, of inequality and 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 you know and political injustice and the guy is still relevant a legend you know um how can you know i had to i had to throw in chuck d i know we talked about them a lot but they deserve to be there here's my third one tim armstrong when you were gonna pick <laughs> yeah. that's why billy joe yeah that's why you went with the other armstrong no relation uh, uh, Rancid, The Transplants, Operation Ivy, Tim Tybaum and Friends, musician, singer, songwriter, producer, director, uh, mogul, 
and the guy looks like the way he does. But what a fucking badass. Rope for uh, pink. That, that fucking <laughs> rope for pink. Um, you know, won a Grammy for doing a whole album with Jimmy Cliff. You know, like it, it, it's fucking it, he's punk rock. Like it, there's nobody more punk than fucking Tim Armstrong. And all like, you know, the fact that you know, when he developed uh, Hellcat and it became a sub-label of Epitaph with another great front man, uh, two guys from uh, Brett Gerwitz. Brett Gerwitz. Yeah. Well, he's a, Brett Gerwitz is the, the, the CEO of the Epitaph. CEO. Yeah. yeah, but he's a guitar player. for Yeah. But, um, but you know, he uh, Tim Armstrong works as a talent scout for Epitaph. Um, you know, it, it's a guy that's made a, out of career out of clearly something he loves. Like the guy... You watch him in interviews. He's that guy's punk rock till he dies, you know. Absolutely. And one of the he has that voice too, man. Yeah, yeah. like he, he was born for punk. Like he, that guy was put on this earth to play nothing but punk rock. And I mean, and it's funny because you consider him the front man, but he's really not the front man for Rancid. Well, the him and him and, and um, Lars, but and Lars split. Yeah, but even in the transplants, it, but he kind of takes a step back. Like in, yeah, in, in but, the transplants of him and skinhead, and skinhead, uh, and skinhead Bob, skinhead Bob, yeah, and then, but even in Rancid, like you know, like a lot of the longer parts of songs, it's it, it's Lars, um, Operation Ivy, he takes a backseat to what oh, Jesse's the front man, really. Yeah, Jesse was, basically yeah. and then, but he, it's, but a guy that has presence the moment he's on stage, he's fucking incredible. Um, and you talk about another person that's tiny, he's tiny. Yeah, he's yes, he is. <laughs> yeah. Can we also just comment that he is left-handed as well? He is left-handed. <laughs> Congratulations, there. I don't know, man. Hey, man, we're we're a true minority. Only ten percent of the world. Um, Anthony Kiedis is my next pick. Good. Uh, American musician, founding member, and lead vocalist for uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, they were in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2012. Still, that's still, crazy, huh? Yeah, uh, but, but, I mean, look how long their career has been. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it'll be 25 years out, so that means they started. Oh, okay, all right, yeah. Oh, dude, 85. They're in a they're in a you could watch Thrasher, yeah, uh, with a young Josh Brolin, and they're the band performing in there. And, and I mean, think, think about this and the, what, the evolution what? of their music, right? Because I think at that time they were more into they're like a like, funk sound, they thra- and no, they had they were, a, they more thrash. No, they were, they, a fun, they were a funk band when they started. Yes, oh, okay. Yeah, I okay. think George Clinton produced their first album, right? Well, <laughs> like, well, like, they, how cool is that? They, they, were, they were inspired by a band called Defunct, which was a jazz funk band that played punk and fell apart. And f- then, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> oh wow. But, I know I suck. <laughs> but they, it was funny because they they didn't as they were big fans of punk, but they didn't want to do any uh, play any music that was demeaning towards women or negative. Anthony Kiedis is a positive guy. He always wanted to be positive, so he leaned more towards funk and jazz and all this. I mean, what, like listen to Flea in every interview. The guys um, like all music theory. Oh yeah, yes, bro. The level of of um talent in that band too is insane. that original lineup. Yeah. Like Flea is a guy that I think people underestimate because of all his antics. Yeah, and he's a genius. Yeah, he's a, yeah. yeah, he's he's, he's, he's a, a fucking yeah. But so now imagine, 
you're in a band with somebody, I mean, clearly one of the most iconic bass players in music history in Flea. And Anthony Kiedis is still clearly the front man. You and know, Will like, Ferrell on drums. And Will Ferrell on drums. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, uh, they're, I mean, they're in the Hall of Fame already, you know, Anthony. Oh, yeah, they're, 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 yeah, he's incredible. And then uh, another person we've talked, or I've talked about at nauseum here, um, born in Miami, Florida. Pipple. Pipple. <laughs> <laughs> DJ, DJ Lass. No, is the great Deborah Harry. Uh, I mean, the, the woman gets credit for having the first hip hop song to chart. How crazy is that? That historically, the first hip or the first rap song to chart is Deborah Harry uh, doing Rapture. You know, so I mean, that's in, you know, a woman. That was a Playboy bunny. That was a fucking, you know, actually former co-worker of yours, apparently. She started off with the BBC working in New York. Um, but she, to be a secretary, a Playboy bunny, a dancer, and then becoming one of the most iconic women in music, you know, starting at, you know, CBGB playing, which the, none of their music was really punk. Like it was... Mm -hmm. No, they she just fit into the lifestyle and, and it was like art music back then like yeah, you know what i mean like what, like, yeah. what equivalent of like college i mean college rock i guess but like yeah. just art art, yeah, just, art shit you know like yeah. like yeah the people you think in, it was just people hey man it's something to do we're here hanging out in new york we have no money yeah, well, let's I mean, let, let's, yeah well, but i mean she like, but she was talented you know, yeah. like, you think about the three main bands that came out of there, none of them sound like each other. Like the, the three talk, most talking iconic heads, right? talking heads, the Ramones and the Blondie. The Ramones the, and neither Blondie. one sounded like you know, the cosmetics like also got their start in that area during yeah. the season. Okay, but like also the, another woman about... that came out of Florida. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they... really? Yeah. Uh, but you <laughs> think about the, the three the main three main bands, like the most uh I guess popular or whatever, well, let's see. most, let, most let well me... known, I guess, right? Yeah, by yeah. The, well, it was funny because David Byrne was one of the people that I wanted to put in as as one of my favorite frontmen of all time, but uh, let me let me see something. Plasmatics is who's the lead singer? Andy Williams. Oh, the the one that you spoke. The one I was Florida? talking about. Yeah, I think she was born in Florida too. She sounds like she's from Florida, <laughs> like Northern Florida. Yeah, she's, like she got some Jacksonville vibes. Yeah, how how, <laughs> how crazy? Jacksonville vibes. Let's see. These are <laughs> this is this is from a diffuser. Oh. Uh, dot fm oh no she's from webster new york she's from new york uh, but she's uh, florida and yeah, well yeah, she went for she's from new york she moved down to florida for sure <laughs> <laughs> so these are these are the 10 most influential bands that got their start at cbgb agnostic front richard hell and the void i was say richard hell i couldn't remember <laughs> the name though <laughs> That was good. That was good. That was good. Good job. Oh, oh my God, my head's gonna explode. <laughs> <laughs> he does have a, 
I, I watched a lot of punk. <laughs> I mean, it, it was funny, but they, I, oh, I watched, no, oh, you I were watched, being serious. I watched. I oh, you were. Yeah, yeah, we took it as a joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, watched, I watched a lot of punk documentaries. Oh my no god. Now it's even funnier. <laughs> I watched a lot of punk documentaries, oh, and, I, and he has a famous song of like no something. I'll, I'll look it up. But... Wow. Oh boy. All right, let's keep it going. Um, Beastie Boys. There's a video of them doing a great on Mojo, one of Eric's favorite songs. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Blank Men- Generation is by the way the song that I was talking about. Oh yeah, Richard Blank. Hell. Blank yeah. Generation. Of course, Richard Hell. Who doesn't? Know? <laughs> uh, the Misfits. No shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, these uh, are just did they play the CBGB or they came or they, from that? No, they, yeah, they the the articles who got their start at CBGB. Oh, okay, they oh, were Jersey dudes, right? Misfits yeah. were. Oh wow. Well, which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Dead Boys. Oh shit, I, Patty Smith. Mm-hmm. Oh, we forgot about Patty. Smith. Yeah, yeah. I, you remember David Hell, but Patty Smith, Richard Hell, get it right, Richard. <laughs> Blondie, of course, which we mentioned. You, you, you knew that song because the night is hers, right? That that yep. Natalie Merchant covered that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just found that out a few weeks ago. Really? <laughs> yeah. I think I talked yeah. about it when we it, talked it, about it, was, it in the podcast. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god! It was, it was one of my favorite cover songs, and and I said that it was originally. And I forgot that. Oh. God damn it! Yeah. Television, Talking Heads, The Ramones, and then that's that's the list. Television was another like early. Somebody band. you know, Gilbert. Somebody you know? like Richard Hill. Yeah, somebody you know, Gilbert. Yeah, I can't. And he was serious the whole time, and we and we were laughing. That's why he didn't laugh with us. Now I get it. Because well, I was trying to remember his name, and I knew it was just like a, a name. Like, you yeah. know, but were you anyway. sitting there going, "Why are these fuckers laughing at me?" No, but because I get it. The, the comedic timing was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Can we go back to the U two? Because we were talking about early nineties U two, which is. Kind of, I, I think peak you two. Oh, wait, right? hold on, I'll go. Oh, oh, you had more? I I have two that, okay. that I right. wanted to add, but I didn't add. So uh, Brian Fallon, Gaslight Anthem. This is my favorite band. And then uh, Bruce Springsteen. I could have mentioned Brian Fallon without mentioning Bruce Springsteen, but uh, those those were the last two. All right, go ahead, Eric. Yeah, so you know they were peak, right? I, I think that was their early early nineties. Um, I, th- I think that was peak uh, Tomb Baby, but then they they kind of in the early two thousands was when they became their most popular, right? That they had the is it beautiful day, the hard thing, and and I think that's where they kind of just like started getting away from me, right? Like I was just like, oh man, yeah. After and yeah. and I think they got kind of obnoxious at that point. Well, let me let let me do this experiment. Well, Bono could be was that, the, yeah, could be, could be. <laughs> <laughs> the is the last YouTube album that all of us bought or heard was uh, Zuropa. Zuropa. How about the one that, that that came in every iPhone? Oh, see, that's another thing that was just like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? Dude? The, uh, the, uh, the the blank mm. stare from the guy that that's never bought an iPhone. Oh, that's right, man. Android but, um, yeah, man, and then that, and then, and then it was like I had friends that started liking them, and it's like, oh my god, they're the greatest band in the world, Look, and, and 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 it's like uh, I didn't like them as friends, so the fact that they like you two now is the, it proved I, how much they they, they fallen. <laughs> I like yeah, I like beautiful day. I like the song, but like even uh, like pop 
or they already started kind of losing me at that point. It, you know, it was weird. It's like the they became grandiose, right? They, Absolutely. It, it, and and he, he had this bigger than life and like yeah, yeah you know and I'm this god and doing all these things <laughs> that looks like Bono wait whatever yeah. that, that looks like it's gonna be on Instagram as well. holy shit like. dude <laughs> fuck that guy bro she look, he actually looked like the girl from Mysterious Ways when she said Great song, amazing song. Oh, but that album's fantastic. Yeah, that that album is a dude. Wait, pero when we used to listen to Zaropa endlessly, do you remember that? Like yeah. back to back, and even the song when 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 Edge had his come out with "Don't speak, don't talk." It's a horrible song, but we loved it. I actually like it. I like that song. <laughs> I loved it. I, I know it was a horrible song, but I loved it. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, that's it. The edge is breaking out. Yeah, that's the, all we ever got. The, I, all that, every time I, I even see the cover of the album, all I hear is uh, in my head is Gilbert going, Lemon. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, another, pro- I mean, a person that we should have, I mean, is uh, Michael Stipe. I mean, I mean, even though Gilbert and I almost died because of Michael Stipe, but. What's the frequency cat? Yeah, that song almost fucking killed us. Did we ever tell you that story, Eric? Yeah. The, yeah. So, well, for the people that haven't heard it. So many years ago, when we were younger, uh, they used to sell these things called CDs. And in the CDs, there were sleeves. And then you'd open them and you could actually read the lyrics to the song. Gilbert and I are we thought it was a good idea to read the lyrics to the song while he was driving <laughs> a stick shift Jeep in down 87th avenue which i got you i got you home though right barely barely (laughs) you know i three times i almost die in a car have all been with you what so the cougar when you lost the brakes i didn't lose them they were there (laughs) just not (laughs) they weren't working uh the the entire (laughs) the entire city of dade police department hunting us down yep yeah and then manhunt a manhunt and then, um, and then Michael Stipe almost killed us in your Jeep. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's always an adventure. It's always, and it's always a chance that you run out of gas. Oh, always. Oh, a <laughs> judgment night after Lollapalooza. <laughs> when downtown was a different place. You know yeah. what? What I, I is that I'll, I always remember how freaked out Eric used to get looking at your gauge, your gas gauge. He's like, I mean, one day he lost his way. He goes, how can you live this way? <laughs> I can't stand it. It could have been, been judgment night day. You do it too, Carlos. You no, do that sh- you no, don't no, do that? Oh, no, I never do Oh that. my God, I hate it. I'm like, I, why I, is it on E? It should not be anywhere no. near that. I freak out at a quarter of a tank. And this this was before like the, the, the cars came with a nice little warning light. Like, hey, buddy. You're running out of gas now, Gilbert. His shit was way below it. Like, would tell not you out. How many? How many miles left before we got ten more miles? We got ten more miles. about on the on the way to Gainesville? I'm moving with Gilbert to Gainesville. On the way to Gainesville, he tells like his car's doing some weird shit. He goes, he goes, yeah, I, I haven't changed the oil in this since I bought it. <laughs> and like, and, and this was no, like ten years later. A Jeep is an army car. They don't. They, you think they change the gas or the oil uh, in the army? Yeah. Oh man, Gilbert, good times. Good times. All right, you guys ready for some news? Let's do it. Okay, can we go back to the Aaliyah thing? Considering it's her birthday, did you guys hear about that whole shit that the they they created a they made a fake license for her mm-hmm. so that he could marry her so she could get an abortion? Mm-hmm. 
is that the crazy, most diabolical shit you ever that heard? Dude, this dude was a, nuts. I, 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 I didn't even include any of that or of him on the news. Well, we have to do it on our death day. Any, 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 no, no, any, any gave the herps to everybody. Yeah. Oh, no shit. Oh, I didn't know that one. Seven. Yeah. He was giving yeah, out herps. Sleeping with, sleeping with boys. Oh my God. This and guy, then dude. as a punishment to some of the women that he had like groom, they, she, he'd force them to sleep with other, with like random guys. Wow. No, like the shit that's coming out of his trial is dark. It's fucking dark. Uh, so obviously, the, probably the, the. Does anybody wonder what 40 year old Aaliyah would look like? I do. Yeah. Rest in peace, Aaliyah. Rest in peace. She was only 19. Did, did dude. you just say pieces? Do you, no, now it makes me think. You, th- you think maybe we that. should. Maybe he had her killed. No. Don't say that. No, no, no. Huh? No, no, and, no, it's well documented what happened with, with the plane crash. I mean, but she was flying in a pack of guns. She wasn't only 19, she was older than that. Yeah, she was she was 22. I don't know, but she was she was she was pretty 22? old. 22? No, well, not old, but 22. I don't know. I'll find out. Yeah, but now. it was like right at the peak of her success, too. She had 22? Just, she had that means Eric knows. That's why he <laughs> Yeah, but you said so. 19 or something. I don't know. No, but uh, that's that's you know, that's I always remember for me, she'll always be 19. The, but yeah, I mean, she had just come out with two movies. Yeah, man, just, Queen of the Damned. Queen of the Damned. And thank then you, the, thank you, Gilbert, for confirming that. The <laughs> and then what's the, she did one with Jet Li too, right? Oh yeah, that one was good too. That's yeah. right. Yeah, exit wounds or something like that. Was it exit wounds? That's the one with DMX. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, man, that was definitely cut short. You know, because she was blowing up when that happened. She yeah. had all those hits. And- yeah, she had a, star, yeah, more than a woman was like in the rock the boat. Like that was that. Well, that's what she was doing, right? She was filming the, the rock remix. the boat video. Oh, remix. that's why she was flying out to the Bahamas. She was yeah. leaving. They were leaving the. They're coming back. Bahamas, okay. They were they they were actually on the way to Miami um, to Miami to to record the remix of of, rock, of the rock the boat. Wow. Oh no! Of, of uh, more, more than, than a woman. More than a woman, yeah. Yeah, with with just Blaze, so yeah. I, but they never, uh, they never got. Obviously. That's crazy, man. All right. So I guess probably the biggest news this week is uh, the passing of Charlie Watts. Passed away at eighty years old, the legendary drummer for a little band known as the Rolling Stones. Uh, which was weird because a few weeks ago I was going to mention it in the podcast, but I didn't. Was people were speculating that he was out of the band. Because he he had stopped touring with them. Well, apparently he's been very sick. Yeah, but but they've kept it under. They've kept it quiet. Yeah, and and then you know because somebody I forgot who was filling in, but uh, how but the fuck are those people still touring? How the fuck is Keith Richards still alive? Yeah, I mean I, that's what's keeping him alive, dude. He's I mean, but but look at look at Mick Jagger, bro. The guy's still killing it on stage, and they're, they're still touring. That's crazy. They don't have to tour anymore. You guys, you have all the money. You're okay. But you have all the money. Yeah. <laughs> you you won. You won. But uh yeah, rest in peace to the legendary drummer. I mean, arguably in the top three greatest rock bands of all time, if not one for a lot of people. Um hey Gilbert. Next news is about Nirvana. I know, I heard. Yeah, so Nirvana sued... Ungrateful little, ungrateful little motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, Nirvana sued by Baby on Nevermind cover over allegations of commercial child sexual exploitation. Nirvana's surviving members, Dave Grohl, Chris Novacelic, and the state of Kurt Cobain 
have been sued by Spencer Eldon, who is the baby that appears on the cover of the iconic 1991 album, Nevermind. Uh, Spencer Eldon claims that he has suffered lifelong damages from having his image used on the cover of the 1991 album, Hashtag Money Grab. Yeah. And, and he's, he's redone the shoot like several as times. As an adult. Yes. Yeah. 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 He has Nevermind tattooed on his chest. Yeah. And, and, and some of the accusations, like, holy shit, dude, yeah. like, you're really going after that? Like, you're a dick. Sounds like Spencer <laughs> needs money. Yeah. It sounds like Spencer's going to lose his case. It sounds like. <laughs> well, you know, dude, who knows, man? Maybe with the way the world is, he yeah. may not. Yeah, right. All right. So. And then the thing is, is that you got to, he implicates his dad because his dad was the one that, you know, right. said, oh, for 200 bucks. Like, yeah. yeah, you could. So is his dad a trafficker? You know, like that's fucked up. Yeah, what a that, dick. Yeah. That ungrateful shit. Yeah. Hopefully, I don't know. Money grab. So hashtag money grab. I like hashtag that. money grab. All right. So this was heartbreaking because I bought into the hype of this, but Black Thought shoots down Fuji's and the Roots versus Battle Rumor. Oh, I, Amber, I hadn't heard that. I, yeah, there was a flyer that was out. And then it says a fake flyer promoting the rap battle had been circulating. Uh, Black Thought has denied speculation that his band, the Roots, are due to face off with the Fugees in an upcoming versus battle. Uh, the rapper was approached by Hip Hop DX yesterday uh, to verify if the widely shared flyer detailing the forthcoming rap uh, was real. He confirmed it wasn't. I was so hyped up when I saw it. I'm like, dude, that's going to be dope. Denied. Fucking internet. Hashtag fuck the internet. All right. Eric, this is only for you. Charlie XCX has a new single. Have People... you seen the video? No, I have not. All I did was Ooh. read. She shared a sample today. It was amazing. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, the album is set to arrive September 2nd. The song will mark the first material from the London singer-songwriters since her last album, How I'm Feeling, in 2020. She previously uh, told fans to get ready to surrender while posting the 80s-inspired cover art for the album. So are you ready, Surrender? Born. Born. All right. She also said this. People think I'm this person who parties like every single day, but I'm a businesswoman. Just wanted to share that. Okay. <laughs> be whatever you want to be, man. Nobody's yeah. stopping you. I, I, and it's funny because I keep telling myself I'm going to listen to this person because Eric wouldn't stop talking about it. For like the you first haven't time. heard Sticky Icky? Like no. lip gloss yet? No. Oh my god, what a song! <laughs> so for like the first ten episodes of the Bebo Dega, every song like it's like you were talking about Kurt Cobain, Eric would talk about Charlie XCS, XCX, but uh, yeah, Michael Jackson's Thriller becomes certified thirty-four times platinum. It's the second best-selling album in the U.S. ever. The greatest, uh, the greatest hits of the Eagles still remains at number one with 38 million copies. I don't understand that. Now, are these new fans or people that just lost the original copies and they're rebuying this? No, shit? remember, <laughs> since streaming, like, no, or or the resurgence of vinyl. Oh, and people boy. buying no, but them it's, yeah, but that's not gonna that's not gonna move the needle. Streaming does streaming. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, so just just impressions are counted now. Like if somebody clicked on the song, that's it. Boom. Yeah, but I'm assuming these have to be purchases. Damn. 
no, that, the, the way we're streaming, they, there's a, I don't, I, I don't know the, the, um, but it, it's how can you call it, it best selling when you're just streaming? You have well, to, the purchase. subscription, they, they, they do a counter percentage of that. I mean, even if it's like 0.004, right. so there, there's a, there's a, there's a, ca- a calculation that equals one, one sale basically. But, but I, I wonder for the distinction of platinum, like, do, that makes no sense. Well, because the, the, then, then how how would you count it as a complete album sale? Uh, no, it'd be like a set. Well, you take the whole the the whole how many streams are of each song. But that doesn't equate to an album sale. Like it's that it's the album sale. Well, I, yeah, yeah. So you add up like if if ten people or whatever whatever adds up to the cost of an album, like whatever, 10 mm-hmm. bucks, 15 bucks. And then that's how they do it. Like each so, song, so if the same song is sold 20 times, there's an album sale exactly. because I mean, you're, that's the point. Like, even if you, you know, how many people buy albums and they only listen to one song, I'll never forget you, the verb, verb pipe. Oh my God. We were freshmen. The only good song on that fucking but, album. MXPX. Oh no, man! Hey, man! MXPX is pretty good. They're not. No, no, I like not, MXPX. Not the album that we bought. And and that guy's a badass too, man. That guy's a badass bassist, bro. But not the album that we bought. <laughs> <laughs> um, Spotify reveals most streamed song of the summer. What do you guys think it is? Peaches. No. Olivia Rodrigo's "Good for You." Ooh. Oh my god! You know, I got into somebody I like a few weeks ago, and I heard the song and I couldn't hear it clearly. Have you heard that song? It, is that the one that sounds like Misery, Misery's yeah. Business from Paramore? Yeah. And I got into an argument with someone. I'm like, "That's fucking Paramore. What are you talking?" She's like, "No, that's Olivia Rudd," and she was right. I found out later because the but the song is exactly the same. Very, but, very similar. This is the same girl that that ripped off Courtney Love's cover album. Yes, yep. yes, yes. So this she is has, so that's, that's she, she has a habit. <laughs> she has a song called Deja Vu is pretty good too. Yeah. yeah which probably sounds like somebody is else. Is that the one, one that, that, that they had to give credit to uh Jack Antonoff and and uh and so, this, uh, so there is a pattern and, and Taylor Swift? So there is a because pattern. Because apparently it, it 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 there was another song that they they got writing credits for, right? Is she so like Paramore got writing credits today. Is she like the new Ed Sheeran? <laughs> But Carlos, listen to that song and it's misery, misery business, right? It's a good song. Gonna... Yeah, because you like Yeah, when business. it was done by Paramore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Kanye West files petition to change his name to Ye. In the Bible, it means you. So he's quoted as saying, So I'm you, I'm us, it's us. What is he going through, man? I don't know. I want to know. He built a was uh, it? divorce vibes. That's what he used the word. Did, he, didn't he build a house in one of the stadiums for it? Was like the, the house Chicago. he couldn't build his mom. So he's, no, no, it was his childhood home. Oh, his childhood home, replicating his childhood home for the next concert. That guy's awesome. What is he? Doing? I, I I read I, I read. So he, is he the, charging for these listening? Yeah, things? Well, that's, that's my, my point. Oh, so the, he's getting the, money. It's not like this guy's doing stupid. The more that he's elongating this, the, he's he's breaking in millions doing yeah. that. The guy's doing Plus, a concert what without released. doing a concert. Yeah, right? so he probably doesn't have to do anything. No, yeah, wait, wait till he releases the actual album. The, the guy's a genius, man. It's awesome. Speaking of, genius. <laughs> did you hear about the? Did you hear about the of, him and uh, Drake? Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. It's been going on for okay. years, hasn't it? Uh, somewhat, but then it's it kind of flared up. The, apparently, they were friends 
Um, and then, um, so what happened was there's a rumor going on that, that Kanye's pushing back his album to go against Drake's, Drake's album when it comes out. So Which Certified he, Loverboard and Don, and Don, but, right? But he's done that before. With 50 Cent. With 50 Cent. Yeah. So, um, so Drake came out on a song saying, basically saying that, uh, tell Ye, I'm not moving it basically. Right. Um, and then there was like a text exchange where the group text and he's like, he, he puts a, <laughs> he puts a picture of, of Joaquin Phoenix's Joker and says that I'm built for this. Yeah. I'm going to end you, whatever. Right. But then who, like, who did that Drake or oh, no, Kanye? Uh, Kanye, Kanye. And then, and then, uh, and then he, he, uh, Dotex, do you know what that, what that is? Like, it's like, I guess like, um, like almost like tagging Drake's home on Instagram to let everybody know where he lives in Toronto. And then he, and then he, uh, it's Dotex. I, I don't know. That's what that, that's what it's like. God, he, the best. He, he put he, out his address. <laughs> yeah. And then he deleted it after. Um, oh my God. dude! <laughs> but, um, I mean, it's, it's Yay. funny, I guess. I mean, it's, that's kind of a fucked up move though, man. <laughs> but <I> got, <laughs> you can't out crazy, crazy, bro. You like, <laughs> I mean, like Drake's trying to pretend. Uh, yeah, like I, yeah, uh, Kanye is a guy that will go there, dude. Yeah, Just right. be careful, you know. Hold, yeah, hold, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah. there, there's always been the the from the from the beginning of the the, the when the beef first started. There was always rumors that what because I think Drake had said that he can he he has something that can that could end Kanye, and there was always a rumor that it's because Drake slept with with Kim, Kim right? Yeah, I remember yeah. that back in the yeah. day. And then, but they nothing's ever been said again from it or whatever. But, um. But yeah, I'm I mean, Kanye all the way. Listen, I, so I, you know what? I, I think Drake, Drake has a lot of ammunition, man. He's got the 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 whole divorce thing. He's got right. the, the the MAGA thing. He's got I mean, he's got a lot to kind of yeah. yeah but, but you know, but Kanye, you gotta think he's a cornered but, animal right now, Kanye. Yeah, he's gonna fight. You don't know what he's, he's gonna fight. Of. He's a rabid <laughs> raccoon. <and laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh my God! Don't underestimate. The I, 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 I think Trey is like, uh, you know, he's but the backup guy. I got backup. No. I'm not gonna be hard when I'm alone. Yeah, but Drake, Drake can, can actually like, if it's when it comes to like, you know, he's taking on Meek Mills. He's you know, Meek Mill. He's but but he's, but he has taken on crazy. <laughs> I, I, so I, he's never. I but I, I'll, I'll grant him. Fifty fifty was a battle. Like a back to Bracoon. Yeah, he's, he's, he's one of Mike Tyson's pigeons. He's fucking scared. He's going to... Excellent. Yeah, but it, it's... He took out 50. He didn't have to put out any disses. He's just Kanye. Yay. Sorry. No disrespect. Yay. All right, so Bulletproof Vest, allegedly worn by Kanye West at the Donda listening party, <laughs> sells for $20,000. He's not donating any of this to charity either, right? This is this is all personal income. He he doesn't have to try. He's got alimony to pay now. Oh man, he doesn't even have to try. You think that they have to do alimony? She she makes probably more money than he does, right? I don't know. He's making a lot of money with this Adidas thing. Yeah. Oh. And with the gap thing, and with yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I mean, I, I, I don't know about alimony, but because there, there might be some prenup stuff. But I'm sure oh, child yeah. support. No, I'm sure, I'm sure he would have done a prenup. Yeah, but child support, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, didn't he, he do a whole song about that? Yeah, <laughs> we want prenup. <laughs> but uh, all right, so yeah, well, at least you know he made an extra twenty grand selling an allegedly an allegedly worn vest. 
<laughs> fucking Kanye is the best. And why would he have to do it, dude? This is this is the part where it's like, yo, you're in your home. You shouldn't have to wear a bulletproof vest. No, no, home. this this was in well the stadium. Yeah, it is. Yes, yeah, he's, yeah. At <laughs> he's at home. <laughs> with yeah, with eighty thousand of his friends. Uh, <laughs> All right. So well, what what he should really do is let people like go into the floor and like set up like lawn chairs. You know, and just Ten sit city. there like barbecue. And you go, you go tell Kanye that. Go oh man, <laughs> lawn chairs. You remember those old fabric lawn chairs? How great they were. It just reminds me of summer. Yeah. Right, let's, summer's done. Let, let's take a time to think about summer. Summer's done. It's almost over. Yeah. Shit. All right. So more than a thousand Latitude Festival attendees test positive for the for COVID nineteen after the event. The event was held as part of a government's events research program. <laughs> I don't know what happens in Europe, bro. And then a thousand and fifty people then caught coronavirus in the days after the event. The government figures suggesting, or the government's figures suggest that six hundred and nineteen people contracted the virus during the during the event. So uh, I I well, can't... what were they trying to figure out if it if it's a uh... Let's see. Contagious? Like, yeah. All I know is that to tell you that. Yeah, because I was trying to find the one concert, like that one that we talked about. Yeah. But uh, apparently, the events research program uh, in uh, England is. Well, speaking of that, you saw that more. It's either it's either doing very successful, <laughs> or or not. Well, they're they're releasing their restrictions. I, I think today they released the restrictions that they right. had in London because they uh, were London, they were under. Yeah, strict uh, guidelines. So yeah, not, not like New Zealand. Whoa, one person sick. Shut, shut this bitch down again. Everything down. Everything hey, there was a town in Texas that completely shut down. That there was like a small town of eleven hundred people in Texas that, that had to close down and because yeah. of that. But yeah, but but a whole country. New yeah, Zealand, New Zealand ain't got. Well, New Zealand. Right. I mean, yeah. Numbers. What is there like ten people there in New Zealand? Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, 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 and then a million animals that can kill you. <laughs> Um, and and you saw speaking of like uh, concerts, like a, a lot of places are 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 gonna start um, requiring a vaccination or a uh... yes yes covered. I know. Well, yeah, you would know specifically. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah. but, um... and, and it's actually happening to us uh, Saturday, uh, September ninth. For what? Who do you have in concert? Harry Styles. Like Parton? Harry Styles. Oh, he's a big. He's one Ooh. of the big uh, advocates for it. He says yeah. that. He doesn't want fans that aren't vaccinated or you know coming we, to the show. We almost they almost canceled the show. It's a great. Show. He's I, I, he's he's Harry Styles is pretty. Is dope. he really good? I've yeah, never really. Yeah, he's pretty dope. Yeah. All right. So, Run the Jewels partners with three black-owned breweries for new craft beer series. The new drops include a rice lager, a molasses and corn grit ale, and an IPA made with turpinus. Which I don't know what that is. A flower? It's part of uh, the cannabis flower. Oh, okay. No sours. I, I want to try that rice lager, dude. No sours. No sours. I went to Lincoln's Beer. There was this uh, passion. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I'm not, I can't believe you're drinking sours now, man. So <laughs> <weird>. <laughs> I had some in New Orleans. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So this guy. The baby jokes about being canceled in a new video, uh, in a new freestyle video he did. The baby jokes around, uh, joked about receiving negative backlash over his statements uh, made last month, and now he's labeling himself as canceled. Um, in the video, he's holding a tissue to his eyes, and then there's a 
title card that reads starring the baby's canceled ass. So he's not only he's he didn't only double down, he's quadrupling down at this point. Somebody, um, somebody, I forgot what what festival he played it. Uh, let him play in it um, oh, yeah. over the week, and I can't remember the name of the festival. Though. Is this music good? Yeah. 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 So China to ban music that insults or defames others in karaoke venues. Uh, government agents will conduct inspections and spot checks, according to Music Business Worldwide. The country's Ministry of Cultural and Tourism, or the, the, I'm sorry, the Ministry of Culture and Tourism has announced that from October 1st, any music that breaches fresh set of government rules will be scrapped from karaoke bars. China is set to ban music that insults, defames um, others in over 50,000 karaoke venues. Among the contraventions include that music that violates the state's religious policies or promotes cults and superstitions insult or defames others or endangers national security or harms national honor of interest so that's all music so like and we're so complaining about mask here yeah, yeah we, she, we they can't do puddle of mud she fucking hates me or something like that like <laughs> <laughs> wow bro. but yeah that's that's what i got so awesome I'm going to change my name to Yay as well. So I'm you. I'm us. It's us. Surprised he didn't go with Yahweh. Yahweh. <laughs> no, that's, Yahweh. The that's the Mexican. No, that's, uh, that's God. A, no, I know. But no. also sounds like the Mexican version of Yay. <laughs> Yahweh. Yeah, Yahweh. 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 <laughs> oh, man. But uh, anybody got Woo. anything else? Um, that was it for me this week, man. Guys, only uh, one more week until Ariana Grande starts stars in the uh, in the Voice. What? Yeah. If you'd oh, like to you're make... exci- you're gonna have to watch that show, aren't you? I'm gonna have to fucking watch that shit. If you'd like man, to make a call, dude. please hang up and try again. Wow. Yeah, I'm sorry, Gilbert. Yeah, it's okay. There is a piece I, I mean, you did watch the Mass Singer and and loved it. Mass Singer is delicious. Yeah. I'm I'm just deep into the uh the originals right now. I'm yeah, you. Yeah, I, I, can I can I tell you that I fucking hate you for this because uh, that's all my wife is watching now. And every time I walk into the room, there's some sort of fucking witch, dead vampire, werewolf. Yeah. Did you um, see the whole thing with Touchdown Jesus in New Orleans? No, like they it. use that as stock footage, and it's like you got a great picture of it. So I, I, I you know I think of our moment, and it's like Thank it's you. a great show. Everybody, originals. CW. Is it is it a, is it a W meme, B, WB show or? You know, it, it, bro. you know, do you know that I could tell from the acting that it was a WB show? Because oh, the acting is yeah. so bad in it. No, no, no. You got to watch Elijah. He's passionate. He's a he's a strange. He's a stage actor. <laughs> There's like something... he walks into a room and he'll just be like, "He is a thespian." Yes. <laughs> yes. It's so funny because I, I I literally watched. He's a, him like a studied actor. Two minutes. I li- I literally watched for two minutes. I go, oh, this is like a WB show, right? Because I could tell by the the acting. CW, CW, please. Whatever, you know, same thing. Are you the Are you the person keeping this fucking station going? Apparently, him. him no, I'm wife. not, because I'm watching it on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. <laughs> so all those all those 16 year old girls that grew up to be in their late 30s. It's me right now, man. Speaking of, how about that the image that you had sent me of Nicholas Brendan from Buffy? 
one of the all-time greatest show. He looks like got shit. busted like with prescription, fake using like his brother's name. Right. And he's looked like he aged 40 years. Yeah, he's he's had a big problem. Like he was arrested for DUI, like same, a few years same guys back. the mighty 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 ducks guy. Oh yeah, yeah Goldberg, man. Goldberg. But, but, but supposedly he recovered, now. right? Yeah. yeah, he's doing better now. Yeah, because they're because just... for the show, right? They were trying to bring him back on the show. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I hope so. so. Season one was amazing. I don't know you if something. you watched it. The Mighty Ducks know, Game Changers. It's not a, a, a podcast about shows, but dude, Ted Lasso is really as good as anybody everybody says. Carlos, I still haven't watched it. it Carlos, is, it is really as good as everybody did they, says. Did anybody watch the new What If? Yes, yet, yes, yet, it was good, and it's. I you know who's like it, who, who's it about this one? We should have the, the it's, FN it's, nerds in here. It's, it's the, the last ten years of Marvel movement of Marvel movie, like the the all the Avengers movies, pretty much. The, the last episode, yeah, yeah. Spoiler about, alert. I don't Spoiler. know. I I'm not there spoiling is, anything. No, that's been a story for a long time. But how about so how about how about the trailer for Spider Man? That was cool. That was Fucking cool. Awesome. Hello, Peter. Yeah, that guy's awesome. Alfred Molina. Oh. Yeah. oh. I was thinking Willem Dafoe. No, were, well, but at least you hear Willem Dafoe's laugh. Yeah, like a, more like yeah. more of a cackle. Yeah. Well, he's the gremlin, or whatever, <laughs> the Green Goblin, the gremlin. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Richard Hill, hi huh, guys. Richard Hill, I'm gonna have to look that guy up Richard now. Hill, man. not not Hill. Hell, hell. Richard Hill. Richard Hill. Either way. All right, guys. If nobody has anything else, we're gonna wrap this up. Uh, there may or may not be an episode next week. I haven't decided yet. Oh my god! Oh, is it your back? Hell? I'll be out of town for. Okay. Be, I gotta go to. It's the time of year. I gotta go to Texas A&M. Nice. Oh shit! Hundred thousand people up there. hundred and seventy. Are are they gonna? Are, not hundred seventy. Hundred seven. Kyle Field. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think there's the, the the most is Michigan. I think that's one ten or something like that. No, that's, um, that's, now you know what, You know what's a great word. And I just I literally just heard yeah. it on the on on the way to coming coming over here from, from you bought the audio version of uh no to that, say with, during dinner no, with friends. No, uh Nikki was watching the originals and what and somebody said unbeknownst. unbeknownst. Oh, that must have been that was totally Elijah. Was it dude? Unbeknownst that's, I know. that's totally Elijah. Un, unbeknownst is a great word. Unbeknownst to me, you're an asshole. <laughs> no, but he 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 has this weird accent because I don't I don't even think he's 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 English or anything, but he has this accent. Elijah. <laughs> Just watch his mannerisms; it's hilarious. I, he's breaking my heart this season, man. It's I'm on the final season of the originals, and season four, I cried, I cried the way it ended. Okay. Record attendance: one hundred ten thousand. Yeah, no, you're right. Um. um yeah, and okay. I and I think I, I want to say that the Michigan field is the the one that holds the most. It's no, not that much it's more. Beat, no, no, it's not. It, it was. Um, no, Isn't yeah. it that stadium in California, the Olympic Stadium? No, that they've been out of it for a long time. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I think I think um, Clemson. I think has a lot too, right? I think Clemson yeah. has. Well, co- college stadiums in general are the biggest ones in the country. Yeah, they hold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's which is crazy. Because be that, like the. Be like Beaver holds a hunt, like a uh, hundred and one, hundred and ten thousand people in in a fucking stadium through COVID, and it's gonna be oh, you, it's I'll, gonna I'll run. Look. You think it'll run at full capacity? Like they are, yeah. Holy shit, are. yes, yeah. bro. Oh yeah, we're we're so doomed as a people, man. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> 
man, it's going to get better. Have we, we have we, we reached got, herd immunity yet? Yeah, we got front row tickets to the end of the world, baby. Listen, I, I think in Florida, we got a good thing going. Eventually, we're going to hit um, herd immunity because right now the death toll has like really risen. Okay, stop, so, yourself. stop, stop, stop. stop. <laughs> So yeah, Michigan's oh my god, Penn State's 106, Ohio State's 102, Kyle's 102, Neyland Stadium. That's right, I know they're 102. Crazy, bro. Yeah, I've never been to anything like that, like not not that much. Like mo- most of the stadiums that I've been to, like the, the most is like the old school Orange Bowl was like seventy thousand, right, or sixty something thousand. Yeah, it was small. <laughs> yeah, like so now there's there's seven. <laughs> That's college- insane, man. Logistically, like having seven. all that traffic, like yeah. holy shit, in and yeah. out. I, I seen it. I seen it. Is, is is beer loud? Do they sell beer? No, there? it's it's on campus, right? Oh, it's off. Now I mean, yeah, some yeah. some 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 campus like like the gators yeah. are dry. No, not anymore. Oh, really? I thought they all uh, were dry. No, no, no. Oh, it's SEC schools started serving beer the, the not last season, the season before. Because oh. it's about the education. Yep. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Dude, I remember like wow. when, when when I when we lived in Gainesville, like the shit show was like. All those people would leave and go hit the bars right across, and it was like yeah, like the poor a mad dash, right? The swamp, yeah, the, the the brass Oof. monkey, not brass monkey, golden monkey, yeah. some some sort of monkey. Yeah, yeah but the the real the real shit went down on two thirty eight. For sure. <laughs> hey man, peace and love to Richard Hell, man. Peace and love, Richard. To I'm gonna listen to the song as soon as we log off. Blank right, I have it. Blank generation. I have it here, bro. There's a pinball machine. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, you guys have a good night. All right, everyone, have a great week. Thank you all for listening. All right. Peace and love, B Bodega family. Peace and love, B Bodega family. (laughs) All right, guys. Bye. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you. I'm out.